everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, family, church family. Everyone's saying hello. I just want, we're going to start a little different this morning. So everybody can just have a seat for a minute. If you're out there in the lobby, I don't know if we could get people in here. That would be great. We have just been on our heart. There's some things that we want to share before we start. Today is Pentecost Sunday. And we are, amen, we are excited about what God's going to do in this service. We are excited about the move of the Holy Spirit. But there's some things we need to talk about. There's some things we need to just share. And there's stuff going on, if you haven't seen, in our country. There's things happening in cities, and there's stuff that happened in our own city last night. And we as a church, we need to talk about it. We as a church need to know what our response is. We as a people need to know what we do when we go out there. What do we say? How do we pray? How do we respond to this? And it's interesting as we've seen so many of these different things come up is this is not new. This has been happening. It's just being recorded. And so there's a lot of hate out there on every side. You can see it in the political realm. You can see it in the racial realm. You can see it in the economic realm. You can see it in many different ways. And hatred truly is our enemy because it comes from the enemy. And so we just have some things, and Liz is going to share some things with us this morning. And we're going to talk a little bit about what we experienced last night and what we have been experiencing over the past couple weeks. Okay. Um... So I'm just going to tell a story from the beginning. Um, I've always had a, such a heart for people, um, particularly people who suffer, people who are slighted because they're, they don't fit whatever the mold is that's being glorified in that moment. So it's not just people of color. Um, if it's, if it's, um, a wealthy person being torn down because he's wealthy or, but more than not, more likely than not, it's a poor person. You know what I mean? Whatever. Just the downtrodden. It's just always weighed so heavily on my heart for my whole life. I mean, for my whole life since I was a little girl. Um, and I had this thing about me that I think I would just seek out the downtrodden or the, uh, the, 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 the other, the person who was the most other in the room. It's like I would find them. Um, and it's been nothing but a blessing to me my whole life. And I just recently, there was a woman I was listening to, and she teaches her children. I love this. She's like, where is Jesus in the room? Look with your spiritual eyes. Where is Jesus in the room? And she teaches them to, where, whenever they walk into a situation to connect with the Spirit of Christ. Where is he? And her, her smallest children know that they are spiritual beings and that they are always looking for Christ and they seek to follow after where his spirit is leading them. And in that way, they always find themselves with the outcast or the other in every situation. On, um, on Wednesday, I woke up and my heart was completely grieving, grieving. And it was so overwhelming I was compelled by my conscience to watch the video of George Floyd. I was compelled to watch it. I said, Lord, I don't want to watch this. He said, you have to watch it, girl. Just watch it. I'm with you. Watch it. And I watched it. I watched it because it had to be seen and it has to be heard. And I wouldn't spare myself the agony of it. Wasn't allowed to. That doesn't mean you're not allowed to. Telling my story telling what God was doing in our hearts this week. I'm going to tell you what was happening in God's heart this week. From early in the morning until the evening, I could not stop weeping. I couldn't stop my tears. And my children were worried for me. Mama, why are you crying? Why are you crying? And I just... You know, I just comfort them and keep moving. And I was praying, praying. I am not an emotional basket case. 
I know the heart of God when I feel the heart of God. This is not the first time that the Holy Spirit has shared his grief with my own heart. Let's be really clear. This was the weeping of the Father's heart laid heavy upon my own, and I could not lighten it. I cried out, I cried out, I cried out, I cried out, and he would not lift the burden. Because it wasn't my burden to give to him, it was the burden of his heart that he was sharing with me. And I asked him, tell me what to do. You tell me what to do and I will do it. Because that is the cry of our heart every day. Number one. Hold on one second. No one shake my hand now. (laughs) Except you. That's fine. Number one. Pray against the spirits of hatred and fear. This is a spiritual battle. Why are we taking time on Pentecost Sunday? How inconvenient. We've been so excited about Pentecost Sunday. How inconvenient, Lord, that we have to take time. Our, our, our time where we want to come and we want to rejoice and we want to glorify the Lord. How inconvenient that we have to take time to talk about the spirits of fear and hatred and evil that are tearing our country apart. That are absolutely hunting down and devastating families and communities. These are our families from this church. They're ours. They're ours. And the enemy is messing with them. Pray against the spirits of hatred and fear. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And so church, I implore you to join us in your prayer time this week. Get before the Lord and ask him to reveal his heart to you. Do you want to know his heart for this situation? Do you want to know his heart for hurting people? It's not about politics and it's not about blame and it's not about people's behavior. It's not about their behavior. It's about the spirit of the devil who comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. And if the people of God will not rise up in prayer, if we will not rise up in tears and in anger and stand for the weak and stand for the wounded and stand for the voiceless, if we won't do it, who will do it? We have the authority. That's right. We have the authority. And these, these people, these poor souls who either kill out of fear and hatred an abuse of power or the poor souls who wreck and riot and violence and and set fire to they are lost and they are operating under the spirit of the devil and he hates them he wants them dead and you know what he wants you to hate them too he wants you to be callous he wants you to be cold he wants you to say they get what they deserve They want you to yell justice, justice, justice for those who set fires. But be silent about justice, justice, justice for those who beg for their life. We will not be silent about any injustice. All of it will be called out. But we are the church. We have authority. We have power. And if we won't use it to save the lost, if we won't use it to stand up for the man and the woman and the children who are dying and hurting at the hands of an enemy, who who will be their defender? Who will be their defender? In the spirit, I'm talking. Talking about in the spirit. I'm not talking about posting on Facebook. That's great because that that's that's like it's something. It's it's not a lot of something, but it's something. But did it cost you anything? Did it cost you something? Because once you begin walking out your life where it costs you something, then you know you're beginning to walk in the footsteps of Christ. Because he came and he fought power, evil. He didn't just just indiscriminately um, fight power. But he called out the powers of of that time that was putting burdens on people. Burdens on people. Heavy weights. Do we know any communities that are weighed down by the spirit of I'm talking about the spirit. Do we know any communities, church, that are weighed down by a spirit of poverty? That's right. A generational spirit. 
for hundreds of years. Do we know any? Do we know any communities that are weighed down by a spirit of bondage and fear, anger, and torment? Do we know any? I feel blessed to be in this community. I feel blessed to raise my kids in 16415. Is that the right zip code? And I, it's just interesting. That zip code, right, is lovely. I love, I love being here. I love the people here. It's what, like the number two or number three um, school district in Pennsylvania. Do we know the, the poorest zip code in the United States? Right? Yeah. The you poorest? Guys know what it is? Do you know what the poorest zip code in the United States is? 16501. 16501. The poorest zip code. In Four the miles States. down the street. Four miles down the street from here. I don't feel bad about that. I didn't make it the poorest zip code. I don't feel bad about the color of my skin or where I live. This isn't about feeling bad or guilty. This is saying, Lord, show me what to do. What do we do? (laughs) Show me what to do. What do we do? This is about taking ownership of my place of authority and speaking out. I'll obey. Lord will obey, whatever the cost. That was number one, was to pray. Was to pray, was to stand, stand in the spirit. So last night we went down for a peaceful protest in Erie at Perry Square. We did this after prayer, okay? After much prayer. Um, And we went being led by the spirit of the Lord. We went to honor George Floyd, who was a brother in Christ. He was a brother in Christ. And we had our little sign, little heart and a cross, George Floyd, with our scripture verse. No more hate, no more fear. And as soon as we, we as soon as we got there, we began to pray in the spirit. We took authority over that area. And the spirit of peace was upon us, but I will tell you that it was edgy there. Okay, this isn't a protest. This wasn't a protest by the churches of Erie. Don't I wish, don't I wish that, that a community of churches would come together laying aside whether they speak in tongues or don't speak in tongues. Amen. Whether they believe in healing Amen. or believe in secession or whatever. Well, don't I wish that it was a group of pastors who would come together Amen. in the spirit of Christ it's time. and, and, and uh, coordinated a, a peaceful remembrance of this man saying this isn't okay and we're saying so. Don't I wish? Because then the spirit with which what we felt when we walked down there would have been completely different. And the outcome would have been completely different. While we were there, there was an edgy kind of spirit. And we did not stand in the one section very long. And I love being submitted and I love being together. Let's walk. I said, you lead, I will walk. Wherever, wherever you lead, I will walk. So he started leading. I was like, you really? You want to go that way? Don't you want to go this way? He said, no, I want to go this way. Mm. And it's right where, um, it's, it's right, he wanted to walk around the municipal building. And we started walking around, and behind it is where the police officers park their cars. So we're walking, we have our masks on, right? And we're holding these signs, just, they're just little signs. And we're holding them up on our chest so that you can see it when, as we're walking. And um, we come around the corner, and there's these like seven or eight police officers outside of their car. And I'm telling you what, right? Like, I just started yelling at him. <laughs> started yelling at him. Hey, man, we pray for you. Amen. We love you. Amen. Be safe and love one another. Amen. Love one another. Amen. We pray for you and we support you. Amen. That is what the Holy Spirit's message was to those police officers in that moment. Yeah. We didn't know they were standing there. We didn't know they'd be involved in something greater. We didn't know they'd be involved in, in something more. So we continued around the block. We prayed in front of the mayor's office, just the two of us. And then we went back out and the crowd had moved from the street yeah. over to into the grass and people were beginning to prepare to speak. And we stood there and I mean, I just began to pray the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Christ in Jesus name. I pray the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Christ. And I almost jumped out of my skin because God is so good. God is so good. People began speaking into a megaphone. And I don't know what the first person talked about, but 
Um, the second person got up and began proclaiming Jesus. Amen. Began proclaiming Jesus. Um, Mrs. Cooper, I, I mean, I didn't really talk to her except I was yelling and she just looked at me and pointed and I was like, amen. She began preaching, train up your children in the way they should go. She is a 72-year-old African-American woman who has raised five children by herself. And she was calling on people to turn their hearts and their eyes to the word of God. To the word of God. And I could yell amen and hallelujah in the middle of a protest. And then um, a man from New York, he got up and talked about how racist he used to be until he met Jesus. And he proclaimed Jesus. And then our own Alicia Jones. Her kids go to LCA. Her daughter is in class with my Ruby. And she got up and began to read out of the book of Isaiah. And she is a preacher and a pastor. And she began proclaiming Christ and calling for justice and saying that black lives matter because they do. I want to go on a tangent. I'm not going to go on the tangent. If you want to know if that, if that phrase bothers you, I'll talk to you about it because it used to bother me and it doesn't anymore. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to go into it, but if it does, I'll just talk to me about it. And I'll explain it to you. All lives matter in the kingdom of God. And we know that. That's our reality. We live it every day. And we spread it every day. But if, if, if every day that's not validated, and it's, you're, you're being validated that it's a less than and it's a less than, that's a reality. That's a reality. That in, in, in the eyes of so many, my children would be deemed more valuable than, than another family whose children happen to be black. Then the people we love most in the world and their skin color slightly darker than ours. We love them like our own. But we're the church. Amen. We're the church. So sometimes we're confused. Okay. Sometimes we're confused because we live in love. We need to take the love out. We need to take the love out. Amen. Number two. Number two. We went to that, we went to that rally and we prayed. We prayed and we prayed and Jesus was magnified. And then I turned to him and I said, I think it's time to go. I want to go home and see the kids. And we left and we woke up this morning heartbroken. 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 We left that rally actually proud of Yuri. We were like, okay, wow. We're excited. They're I was doing like, man, it. this is it. All right, guys. They're doing it. Coming together peacefully. And preaching this, Jesus. This is great. <clears throat> this morning I thought, well, all the Christians must have gone home <laughs> and been in bed by 9 p.m., <laughs> like us um, because those who follow the spirit of Christ don't sin in their anger not on purpose those who follow the spirit of Christ have repentant hearts <sighs> those who follow the spirit of Christ and they want to burn and they want to riot because they're so tired of living in fear so tired of living as less than being hurt hearing that and feeling that And what they do is they fall on their knees. These are our brothers and sisters of color who walk with the Lord. They're hurting. They're hurting. And we have to pray with them. We have to reach out. Number two. Actually, it was number three, and I'll just go there. I'll go back to number two. Tell This is what the Lord told me in prayer on Wednesday. Tell the ones, this was before any rioting, so... Tell the ones you love that you love them and are with them and here for them and praying for their grieving hearts. In other words, do not be silent. We reached out to every person of color that we could think of or that we're really close with. And all we said is, man, we love you. We're grieving. This is not okay. We see it. Everyone sees it. But we're not going to be silent. We love you. If you need us, we're here. Number two, teach your children to be brave. Holy Spirit told me, teach your children to be brave. To be brave enough to risk themselves, to risk their safety, to save another, even if no one around them is willing. And so during our Bible time on Wednesday morning or Thursday morning, that's what I taught my children. That's what I told them. And guess what? It's going to take more than once. I tell them over and over and over again. Um, and as I'm watching the video of George Floyd, who's taking that video? <laughs> and why aren't you running to tackle that cop? 
And it's easy for me to say that because we all think we'd be brave in the moment. But if we won't even be brave in the safe from the safety of our own homes or the safety from our own pulpit or the safety from our own seat, if we won't be brave to speak, if we won't be bold there, what makes us think that suddenly we're going to be overtaken by, by courage in the moment? So teach your children to be brave, to stand up, stand up for Christ, to stand up for Christ. Because what if it was pastors? What if it was pastors that were filling the prisons? What if it was pastors that were inordinately being um, arrested? Or inordin- it's, it's not that not some of it isn't valid. I'm not saying that. Justice needs to be protected. I'm not saying that. Or not justice, but law and order. It needs to be. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if it was, I'm looking out here, if it was our husbands, if it was our sons, if it was our pastors, Okay. Number four, guard your heart from hatred. For hatred begets evil every single time. We need to pray for communities who are angry, even rightfully angry, that um, they would respond with righteousness, even though it's, it's um, unreasonable. You know what I mean? It's not rational. It's God. You know, it's, it's not carnal. It's spiritual. It's a spiritual strength. It's what being a Christian is. When someone strikes you, you turn the other cheek. It's so counter to our nature that we can only do it through prayer. We can only do it by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's our prayer for all of us, but particularly for the people who are very, very angry right now. Because hate just begets hate, begets evil. Guard your heart, church, from becoming callous or complacent. For compassion begets love. And love, love which is evident, love which is expressed, verbal, and action, full of action, is the high call on every follower of Christ. It's not enough to say we love. We've got to say it out loud. There has to be action behind it. I don't know exactly what to say. I don't know exactly what to do. So I asked the Holy Spirit, and those are the four things he gave me. And that's what we did. We continue to press in, and we continue to ask ourselves, and um, we talk about it with our family. We go to the Lord. We go to other people. And most importantly, at this point in time, with this situation, we go to our brothers and sisters of color in Christ, and we ask, how can this church, this body of believers, affect change? I'm not interested in just getting caught up in a rhetoric that's in an election year to get us all to hate one another because we have to see that that is the strategy. That is a strategy. And it's so funny because this morning I saw an article that said that this was a leftist liberal strategy um, to stir up a reactionary elements in the African-American community of hatred toward people in power and um, toward white people. And then, literally, two and a half seconds later, I saw an article saying that extremist right-wing conservative groups are infiltrating the protests in order to stir up violence, um, and so that it will seem like the African-American community is to blame, but it's really the extremist right. I'm not kidding you. It's all the fruit of the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus has come to give life and life abundantly. Amen. Amen. So we took 25 minutes of church service just to share our hearts with you because we had to, we have to, we had to hold on. I'm almost done. I promise. What can we do to affect change toward tearing down of racial bias of hate and fear to the glory of Jesus Christ who gave himself for every precious soul and they must all be precious to us as well. The Lord led us um, in during this week um, to look at Dietrich Bonhoeffer, which is weird because it was totally unrelated, totally unrelated, totally unrelated. But the Holy Spirit is so good. Dietrich Bonhoeffer stood in the church during the, the rise of Nazi Germany, and I learned something this week. I learned that Hitler came to power in 1931. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was in power for so many years before the war, but he was in power. And what he did is he worked slowly to take control of who? The churches. 
And if you listen to his speeches, he talks about the Lord and he talks about righteousness and he talks about these things. And he got churches to sign agreements that they would, so that they could um, keep their religious freedom. They could keep their religious freedom. He wouldn't persecute them if he, if they wouldn't rise up against him. He secured for himself the silence of the church. So Dietrich Bonhoeffer lost his life as he implored the church to stand up against evil, wherever it was, wherever they found it. I'm going to be done with this. This is Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Christianity stands or falls with its revolutionary protest against violence, arbitrariness, and pride of power, and with its plea for the weak. Christians are doing too little to make these points clear. Christendom adjusts itself far too easily to the worship of power. Christians should give more offense, shock the world far more than they are doing now. This is my prayer. My prayer is, Lord, I'll do what you tell me to do, whatever the cost. And I pray that you will join me this morning. We are just going to get in it. We're going to worship. There's songs of rejoicing this morning. I'm going to be rejoicing because in him is the victory. He is the only hope. He is the only way. But we are his people. We are the church. The church is Christ. We are his hands and his feet. So guys, there's been a call to action this morning. There's a call to prayer by global church leaders. And we're going to open up this service, which is a time of prayer. So if you guys could just stand with me. Before we even do the call to worship, I just want us all just to take a minute. Just pray right where you're at. Just begin to pray against the spirit of fear, against violence. Pray for our city. Pray for our families. This violence that happened last night is in our jurisdiction, guys. It is within our jurisdiction. If it's somewhere where I can walk or ride a bike to, then it's way too close. And we need to take authority this morning in Jesus' name over these powers that are at work. So let's just begin to pray. Just pray right where you're at. Let's just begin to pray, church. Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we ask you now in the name of Jesus. We break the spirit of fear now in Jesus' name. We break the spirit of fear in Jesus' name. Father, we break hatred in Jesus' name. We break hatred in Jesus' name. Father, we just pray the spirit of love and of compassion and mercy and peace on our city, on our schools, on our county, on our churches. Father, I just pray now that the churches will rise up together in unity, in one body, collectively, Father, to bring love to this city, to bring love, to bring the the word of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the word of God to every part of this city. Father, I thank you for prayer warriors that are stepping up, that are anointing the edges and the corners of every county, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that your angels surround this city, surround this county, surround these towns, Father God, and what the plans and purposes that the enemy were going to try, they will be foiled in Jesus' name. Father, I just pray that you send out those with an evangelistic spirit to go to reach those who are lost, Father, those with, the, those with an anointing to heal, Father God, that they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Father, we pray for a revival spirit to just come upon Erie County, Father. We just pray for more of you, Lord, more of you. Holy Spirit, fall on this place. No more violence, no more killing, Father God. We speak Jesus in the name of Jesus now over this city, over this town, over our schools, Father God, over our government. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You have not given us a spirit of fear or intimidity, but a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Of power and of love and a sound mind. And Father, your word says that we are your hands and feet. We are Jesus on this earth. So if we are Jesus on this earth, then we can no longer be silent. We can no longer be silent when there is injustice, Father. We must stand up for those who are hurting. Stand up for those who are poor. Stand up for those who are downtrodden. Father, you've given us such blessing, Father. Such abundance. 
Father, may we use it. May we be that distribution center, Father, to funnel your blessings through us to others to affect and change this region. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. Father, your word has been that there's a shifting, there's a sifting, there's an awakening, and there's a pulling back, which is uncovering things. And we are, on, we are seeing the, the issues in the medical system. We are seeing the issues of fear. We are seeing the issues of racism. We are seeing the issues of inequality. You are revealing it more and more to us. And yeah, we can blame the media, but you are always working through things. And we know that you are working. Your word says you are working. And we are looking and seeking to see the things that you want us to see. To take authority over the things that we need to take authority over. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over these things that have tried to set itself up against you, and we tear them down in Jesus' name. We say they have to go in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for revealing to us. Thank you for revealing to us. And, Father, we ask that you continue to do so. And we pray for this church specifically. You will continue to lead us as the leaders and our team and our staff, our response and what we do. Pray more. Go more. Whatever it is, Lord, we are willing to do it. We are willing to do it. Father, it's our heart to see your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. It was Jesus' prayer. He taught us how to pray it. And so what we see is not your will on this earth. And we know there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and death and destruction. But Father, we will continue to take our place as the church and speak life and life more abundantly over our families and over this area. So Father, we lift our country up to you now as well. Our leaders up to you now. Father, I just pray for wisdom and discernment for them. Father, we lift up our police chiefs. We lift up our mayor. Father, we lift up our mayor, Joe Schemler, now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you give him wisdom and guidance. Father, we just pray for the police chief in Erie, uh, Dan Spur- I think it's Pizzoni, I think it is. Or Spazarni, I believe. And Father, I just pray over him that they're making decisions. Give them wisdom, Father God. Give them peace. May them lead their officers and their team with peace. With integrity. With, that's right, with integrity. Father, we lift up the Mill Creek Police Chief as well, Scott Height. We lift him up to you now and that entire police force. Father, we lift up Kathy Dalkemper to you as the Erie County Executive. Father, discernment and wisdom. Father, we lift our country up to you as a Supreme Court made a decision about churches that quite honestly shocked me. So, Father, we just pray now in Jesus' name, your will be done in this earth. Father, I just pray that churches, churches will rise up and take the rightful place of authority in the communities in which you have placed us. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over this nation. The blood of Jesus over this nation. And Father, we stand. We stand this morning. We stand for those who don't know you and we cover them. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. Father, against the enemy. We bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name. You are the source of all evil. And you seek to destroy. We are not distracted from you. We see the enemy. We will not attack each other anymore in Jesus' Jesus. name. We will love one another as Christ commanded in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the power of the Holy Spirit. In the power of the Holy Spirit. For for me and my house, this house, we will serve the Lord. The blood of Jesus covers us. Covers us. Father, bring bring us and send bring them to us and send us out. Father, send us out to the lonely, the hurting, the poor, and the lost. Father, that we may bring them to the foot of the cross. It is at the cross, Father, that all is settled. Father, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus over every heart. Father, over every heart. Father, you, 
the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Christ, Father, to rule and reign over our city. In every heart, Father, in every heart, Father, we've prayed for revival. We've talked about revival. Father, it starts in us. It starts in me. It starts in my home. Father, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, the That's spirit right. of Christ at Erie That's Christian right. Fellowship, we stand. That's right. And we praise you. We praise you, God, that you are victorious. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We magnify Thank Jesus. You, we magnify you, Jesus. Jesus. We Jesus, magnify Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm getting more excited to worship. I don't know about you guys. So we told the team we got an extended time of worship this morning. We actually have like, I don't know, four or five songs. I told them to have their comfy shoes on this morning. Because it's Pentecost Sunday. We're going to worship our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to take authority over the enemy. So if you guys are already standing with me, we got a scripture up here. We're going to do as a call to worship out of Psalm 90. And when I count to three, we're going to do this together. But you know what, church? We want more of him today. We need more of him today. We're going to ask for more of him today. And church, I'm expecting more of him today. So let's read this together on the count of three. One, two, three. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Let's worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Guys, we're going to enter in a time of communion. And church, we just want to encourage you that there is life at this table. There is not sickness. There is not disease. There is life at the communion table. There is hope at the communion table. There is everything that you need right here at the communion table. And so as a church, we're going to come to the table. We're going to grab our elements. Then we're going to ask you to head back to your seats and just to take a few moments and we'll come back up here. And will lead us together as a church family in taking the communion. Do you want to give them instructions? I'm going to give the instructions today. (laughs) So it was almost just confusion last week. This is the center aisle. The center aisle is one way only. It goes in that direction. If you are in the back half of these two sections, meaning like the first four rows, you're front. But beyond there, you are coming to this all the way to the center aisle and going down to get your communion elements. And then you're circling back around because these two side aisles over here, they are one way this way. So if you are in these side sections or in these front four rows, you are moving to the side aisles and coming one way down here and circling back around. Okay? Okay, that's good because every time I explain it, I mess it up. He calls these center aisles, but they're not center. Those are side right. aisles, center aisle. I one think you way. guys got it. You guys got it? Yeah. All one right, way, let's go get Jesus. our. Let's, and then remember, there's two cups there's the crackers on the bottom and the juices on the top. So when you pick it up, there'll be two cups double stacked. You just pick them up together and head back to your seat. All right? All right, come grab our elements. Church, you actually can be seated to take communion here this morning because we got one more worship song after this. I've had my workout in this morning already. I had to tell him to calm down. <laughs> Fired up. I was going to read a different scripture, but I just felt like the Lord wanted me to share out of John 7, verse 37. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If anyone thirsts, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He's referencing the spirit there. And we love this time of communion together. We love what it represents. We love that we're making it the center of of every church service that we're doing because I don't ever want to forget. Not that we could, but sometimes life comes at us and I just don't want to forget his body, his blood. 
and what he paid for on that cross. So, Father, we thank you for these elements. Thank you for your body and your blood. We receive them today, reflecting on what you've done for us and who you are in our lives. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. We had given thanks. He broke and He said, Take, eat. This is my body which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake. Well, church, we've got one more song here during the set. I just want to encourage you during this song, if you want to come up here, if you just want to kneel at the altar, if you want to kneel at your seat, if you want to stand and rejoice, I encourage us all to stand always. But no matter what, whatever the Lord has put on your heart, I just want you to do whatever he's calling you to do right now. This is a matter of obedience. He will meet you right where you're at, whether it's up here or right there, or maybe you feel like you need to go stand in the back. Whatever it is, he'll meet you right where you are. So let's worship him with one more song. Thank you. Spirit of God says it's time to go to war. Sometimes you don't want to, but you have to. Sometimes you're afraid to, but you have to. But there is no fear when you go to war with Jesus. There is no fear. When you go to war with him, because he's the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords, he's the commander, he's the commander of all the hosts of heaven. And this war is different. It's a war of sacrifice and of servanthood and of love. It's a war that the world will not understand, but many will. And they will surrender to the love of Jesus. And it's needed now because he's coming. It's time to go to war, guys. into this place, Lord, and it is not a time to be afraid. All of you, stand up. Do not be afraid. Trust in the Lord Jesus, because he is our Savior. He is the mighty warrior who saves. Do not be afraid. Do not give in to fear. Do not be afraid. 
trust in Jesus because he is bigger than anything in this world. He is bigger than fear. He is bigger than death. He is stronger. Do not be afraid. Put your soul and your trust and your life fully into Jesus. Jesus. All service. It's been so heavy on my heart. The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Pray for the workers. He's sending them out. Every corner, every corner of the city of Erie, every corner of the state, there is a a spiritual awakening happening. And we might not ever see it. We might not ever bear the fruit. We might not personally see it. But it's happening. We might not ever know it until we get to heaven. But it's deep. Every corner of the country, every corner of the earth, pray for God to send his people. There is a spiritual awakening that we do not understand the depth of. We might not ever fathom it here on earth, but that doesn't matter. We don't have to. We don't have to understand it. God does. That's where our faith is. That's where our faith is. Pray for the workers. Pray to the Lord of the harvest. There will be a harvest. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. This morning when I came in, and I got to tell you, I'm not a news guy, so I don't know what you know, and it's okay, because God already spoke. Have no fear. You know, when the storms came and the tempest rose on the sea and Jesus walked on the water, the disciples were in fear. Is it a ghost? It is I, he said. Seas be calm. Have no fear. You can do all these things and many more in my name, he said. He told us at that moment, you can do all things in my name. Have no fear. Period. Church, it's a time to rise up and be the church. Pastor Jason, I love when you call the big C. You are the church. This is a stupid building that we get to worship and praise God for it. But you are the church. Go and be the church. Have no fear. Fear comes from the devil. Second Timothy, I love that. You quoted that. This was on my spirit this morning. We have a spirit of fear? No. No, no, no. Power, love, and a sound mind. And love conquers all things. Love. And Peter, I love Peter because in the garden, when they came to take his master, Peter rose up in fear and cut the ear off that soldier. And Jesus laid his hands on him, healed the soldier. And said, Peter, if you live by the sword, you'll die by the sword. I can call a legion of angels if I so choose. Now, I want to tell you, if Jesus could call a legion of angels, so can you. Are your angels working? Are you calling them forth and saying, Lord, I am going downtown. I'm sending my legion of angels to surround this place. Wherever I'm going, I'm surrounded, surrounded by the angels that God put under my charge because we are created in his image church is a church. Have no fear. You have the power and the authority to do all the things that Jesus Christ did, and you can do it. If you'll only say, devil, that's a lie from the pit of hell, and I do not receive that. I didn't want to come up here, but then when I heard Andy speak, and I heard this young lady speak, and my spirit man rose up, and I said, I will go. I noticed what we are called to do is to go into all the world and share the good news. It is written, It doesn't mean I have to be an evangelist, but it has to mean I have to tell my brother, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Do not forget that God sent his only son to die for you. He loves you. Have no fear. He will give you more than you can bear, but he will say go and share his unending, undying, passionate love. Church, be alive. When he comes back, I don't want to be a dead church. I want to be the live church, this church, alive in him, 
forsaking everything else and taking a hold of what he promised, life and living life to the fullest in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This morning I woke up and I saw that Erie had been in a riot and I was so upset and I just, I was kind of like, Lord, why did you even tell us to go? Why did you let us go? You know, or else why did we come home and go to sleep? Maybe Christians are going to bed too early. (laughs) Maybe if this entire church was down there surrounding it in prayer, it would not have happened, right? That's just me being idealistic, right? And then today through tears, I said to Jason, if one believer, if one believer fully submitted and fully assured and fully walking in the promises of God walked in the midst of a riot and commanded peace to come, it would be so. Amen. It would be so. And if one, then what would happen if there were two? Hallelujah. And what would happen if there were three? Hallelujah. What if we did battle in the atmosphere, in the spirit? What if we did battle with the word of the Lord Amen. and we tore down principalities and powers? The Lord spoke to me this morning, and he, um, he very sweetly reminded me. We had been praying for Grace's teeth. They were all like, Wah. and um, And we'd been praying for them as a family. We'd literally just lay hands on her mouth, and we were praying, teeth move in the name of Jesus. Be straight in the name of Jesus. And we were believing, and she was believing with her whole heart. And at one point, she was in her prayer time, and she was just like, Lord, why aren't my teeth moving? And he whispered to her and said, what makes you think I'm not working? And she said, okay. Okay. She went to the dentist. She had had two cavities. They were gone. Hallelujah. They were gone. Hallelujah. They were healed. The teeth were whole in Jesus' name. She rejoiced in that. Rejoiced in that. God is working. And he reminded me of that this morning. Because we were obedient, his presence was there. He was working. He was working. And we don't always see. It doesn't always happen the way we want. The Lord kind of woke me up in the middle of the night last night. He was ministering to me. Do my people believe that prayer is magic? That was the word. Do my people believe that prayer is magic? I was like, I don't know. That's what they believe. And there was this sense of there is a battle. There is a, it is a, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. It's not magic. We don't call upon him like a waiter. We don't demand to be served. But we do command principalities and powers to go in Jesus' name. We pull down strongholds in the name of Jesus. We do battle in the spirit. That's good. Speaking of the Spirit, (laughs) His presence is here. Today is Pentecost Sunday. And all the words that were given are completely in line with this fact. That the work of the Holy Spirit is to endow us as a person with the power necessary to carry out our mission and our vocation as a Christian. Do you understand that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there's the Holy Spirit in you who has transformed us, who has made us new, but I'm talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When it comes upon us, gives us the power to do what he has called us to do. It gives us the power to go out and to be the church where we need to be the church. And I'm going to read something to you out of Acts, out of, uh, Acts chapter 2. It says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, They were all with one accord and in one place. Church, I have this sense that we are all of one accord right now. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house that they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat on each of them. And they were all filled. Listen to that, church. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. 
This was the day of Pentecost that we are celebrating right now. Because of what Jesus did, because he sent the Spirit back down to us, we can have Pentecost Sunday right now today. And the Spirit of the Lord can come upon you and you can speak in other tongues today. Today is the day. Today is the day for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to give you an opportunity this morning. If you've never been filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to encourage you to come up here this morning. Because the Bible clearly says that all were filled. And the tarrying that the church had to wait for was the tarrying for those 50 days after Jesus was raised from the dead. The tarrying is over. The waiting is over. The power is available. Pentecost is here. It's here today. It says it was like a wind. And I was thinking, well, it's just like maybe it's a slight blowing of the wind. No, 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 no. This was a wind. I'm talking about a wind that knocks down trees. I'm talking about a wind that is pulling down strongholds. I'm talking about a wind so strong it moves whatever is in front of it. This is the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit that's available to each and every one of us. And then it said it was like fire. And I did a research on the word on that fire. It's like the heat of the sun. The heat of the sun. And I don't know if you did any, any science or any research, but we're, we can't even get very far off this earth until things start burning up if you get too close to the sun. The fire that can come upon you, the filling that can come upon you is like fire that will burn up everything in your path, giving you the ability, supernatural ability, to do what God has called you to do, to go where you need to go, to do what you need to do, to be who you need to be, to be that mom that needs to be that mom, to be that dad that needs to be that dad, to be that work person who needs to go and witness to your neighbor. It says they all were filled. And they spoke in other tongues. And I looked and the Bible talks about the crowd's response. And they're just like, oh, what is this? Are they drunk? Are they drinking? No. The spirit of the mighty God is upon them. And they're speaking in other languages. And if you look at what it says they're speaking, they're speaking the truth of God. What they were speaking, other people were hearing in their native language. And it was like, oh my goodness, they're speaking the word of God. They're speaking the truth of God. The baptism of the Holy Spirit helps us speak the truth of God. And further down in Acts 2, Peter gives a message of salvation. He gives the message of salvation. It says, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. And I feel like that's what the Spirit is doing this morning. He is cutting some of us to the heart. Say, so maybe I was filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, but I have not been using my prayer language. I have been not walking in the same power that I need to walk in in order to do the things that God has called me to do. Well, you can change that today. You can change that today. Today is the day of Pentecost. Today is the day of salvation. And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, What shall we do? What shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are off afar as many as the Lord our God will call. He's calling you today. Erie Christian Fellowship Church, he's calling you today. And the Bible makes it very clear that when the baptism comes, the power comes with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, what begins to happen? The church grows. Miracles begin to occur. Read the end of Acts chapter 2. 3,000 were added on that day. 3,000 were added to that day. Do you think God can't add 3,000 today? If he calls you to go do something, 
Will you do it? Will you do it? Bible says they were praising God. They had favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So church, we got one more song. We never did a break. We never did greeting. Whatever, if you have your offering, put it in the back bucket when we leave. But we're not going to leave this atmosphere right now. Today is the day. Now is the chance. I'm going to ask if you want more of Him, if you want to be filled with the Spirit, or maybe you're filled with the Spirit and you want more of Him, we're going to sing one more response song, and I encourage you to come up here. And we're just going to lay hands on you quickly, and we're going to keep on moving by. And I just want you to bask in His presence. I want you to receive that gift of the Holy Spirit that is available to you. Just allow God to minister to you today. To fill you with His Spirit. If you've never been saved, if you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, then come up here. We will pray for you. Today is the day to seek and receive a fresh anointing. Today is the day to receive a fresh anointing from Him. From His Spirit, He is here. He is available. It's a gift. Come and receive it this morning. Come and receive it this morning. Joshua 1 9, go ahead. Who's not given us a spirit of fear? Have I not commanded you? Oh, yeah, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't let today go by without having another touch from heaven this morning. Don't let it go by. We're going to sing Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. If you've got a physical need in your body, you just come up here. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and heal you. I believe it in Jesus' name. So let us sing. If you came up here or if you're sitting at your seat and you've got any type of sickness, pain, knee problem, back problem, I don't care what problem it is, just slip your hand up. Just slip your hand up. Those who are around them, gather around them now. Lay hands on them. This is not social distancing. I'm very sorry about that. (laughs) I'm actually not. Yeah, yeah. Just begin to pray for them. Begin to pray for them. Hallelujah, Lord. Healing power fall in Jesus' name. Healing power fall in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. By your stripes we are healed. By your stripes we are healed. By your stripes we are healed. You've paid it all. You've paid the price. Healing now in Jesus' name. Healing now in Jesus' name. Backs be healed. Necks be healed. Knees be healed. Every joint working properly. Cancer, go in Jesus' name. Disease, go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fill them up with your spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is power. There is freedom. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Freedom. Freedom now. Freedom now. Freedom of movement. Freedom of their spirits. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I speak courage in the name of Jesus. I speak courage. Rise up. Rise up in the mighty name of Jesus. When you fall in line behind the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and he rides mighty and triumphant, and the blood of the Lamb pours out on the right and on the left, and it it makes the way for us, we will not fear. We will not fear because we ride and we march behind the victorious one, the victorious one. There is no fear. There is no fear. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.
Be strong and courageous. Hallelujah. Be brave. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. In Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we sing that chorus just one more time together? Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Man, we had some church this morning. Hallelujah. Well, I got a benediction for you. There were some announcements. It was There's going to be a worship and healing night coming up. I believe it's on June 13th. It's a Saturday night. Don't miss it. Because the Spirit is going to be just as strong there as it was this morning. There is a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's coming. It's here. And we are just receiving more and more of Him to move in greater and greater power to see His kingdom come and His will be done. We're excited. We're excited. I got Again, if you brought your offering, thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless that offering in Jesus' name. Just slip it in the, uh, the box back there. I think maybe one of our ushers will have one, uh, one or two uh, buckets up here. You guys can bring it up here at the end as well. My benediction is this, out of Ephesians 3. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that at work in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You are dismissed. You are dismissed. Go with power. Go with power.